Welcome to the Jesus Sisters podcast. It's not a coincidence you're here. We thank you for joining us on this journey to seek a close and personal relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ. To our ninth episode. We are so blessed and happy to have you here and we are together again and that is so exciting. In today's episode um, we're talking about loving the hard to love, loving your enemies and all that comes with that. So um, yeah. Yes, you know those people in your life that you're, <laughs> you're like, oh, you're supposed to just say, I love you and pray for you. Yeah. But sometimes you're like, oh, Lord, help me. Yeah, help yeah, me we're do that. We're going <laughs> to... <laughs> We're going to talk about that today because it's not always easy. We don't want to pretend like this is just some easy topic and it's easy to execute because we know it can be challenging. Well, and it's kind of this cl- cliche to say, love your enemies. So what does that mean? What does that look like? How do you have this true love feeling for your enemies? So we're going to kind of break it down for you today and how that looks. So yeah. Okay. Well, so I'm just going to share kind of where I was coming from when when we started talking about this. Allie and I will get together and we'll do some planning sessions and we'll try to say, okay, well, what do we want to do? What do we want to talk about? What do we feel like the Lord's putting on our hearts? <clears throat> and we were like, man, we got nothing this week. <laughs> and then we had a day in the pool. We were hanging in the pool and we were talking and it was just organic conversation and all of a sudden we were talking about a situation in our lives i always hate to use names i'm not going to use any names but let's just say there's a person in my life uh and i so i'm doing i just finished up my book um a battle plan for prayer uh and and of reading about scripture using scripture and, and praying and stuff like that that was at the end of the book and one of the things was love praying for the people basically that you don't really want to pray for which like I know that sounds really bad but I had this moment and it was like who's the first person that comes to mind that you don't really want to pray for but you really need to pray for the person that's the neglected person that needs your prayer yes. and instantly this person pops into my head and I was like no I, was like, I, I know that's not very Christian like it's honest though and I think we have those feelings so it's good to be honest we don't want to sit here and ha- act holier than thou like we don't have you know we still have flesh like everybody else you know pastor we all have these feelings it's just you know when you have the Holy Spirit those feelings we also have the holy spirit being like all right we know that's not right yeah well you we know it's not right that's the part that's yeah. hard you're like doggone it you know i know that it is wrong <laughs> like lord what am i that bad i don't know yeah yes yes <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things that this book and i for, i keep talking about all the time but it was amazing but um it's using scripture to pray for other people because what I would find is that this isn't the first person that I've had to pray for that I didn't, let's say, I didn't feel like this overwhelming sense of joy in my heart to be like, I'm going to pray for you. And if I was praying for them, it was like, I hope you can be a nice person. <laughs> Just not really. It's not really how it's supposed to go. But um, I found the scripture and uh, I, I was praying using scripture and it was so easy to pray for this person using scripture because 
it's not it's not my words this is god's word mm -hmm. and so that was amazing so i'll share with that share with you that scripture and then kind of what the prayer was uh, so i was using matthew not so just kidding that's later <laughs> um i was using micah 6 8 and it's the nasb version and the verse is he has told you oh man what is good and what does the lord require of you but do justice to love a kindness and walk humbly with your God. So when I pray, it's basically taking the the heart of that verse and it's praying for this person saying, please help this person. I don't want to say their name so bad. Act justly and love with mercy and walk humbly with you, God. And when I pray that, that is so easy to pray because that's what we want, right? And right. it doesn't have to be you know our own words it really is it's so soothing and it, it feels so good to pray something that's the lord's word well that's just the power of the word you know so if you're even if that's just a starting point for you like you said just the act of doing that even if you feel like your words aren't you know maybe you're you're not in aligned with that just the act of doing it i think um my my scripture that i had had for, for this was Luke um, 6, 27 to 36. And this is the New American Standard Bible version. But I say to you who hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. Whoever hits you on the cheek, offer him the other also. And whoever takes your coat, do not withhold your shirt from him either. Give to everyone who asks of you, and whoever takes away what is yours, do not demand it back. Treat others the same way you want to treat them. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. If you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. Yeah, I mean, hello, that's like the golden rule, but it's in the Bible. Yeah, you know? so I guess. Do unto others <laughs> as you would love to have under you. Um, so treat others the same way you want them to treat you. There it is. Jesus Boom. is like, I said it first. I know, right? <laughs> you might not know, but that came from me. And that is hard to hear. You're like, how, how could I do that? But it also gives you guidelines. It says you know, bless them. If you want to love them, bless them and pray for them. And so I think sometimes we're like, oh, are we supposed to have affection for them? Because it's not affection. It's hard to have. <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's almost like a, it's a, it's a act. It's a yes, will. Yes. It's the agape love that the Lord and I, there's several different kinds of love that they talk about Greek and, uh, I, we can't get into all that right now, but agape love is the love that Jesus had for us when he died on the cross for our sins. And even at the end, they were persecuting him. They beat him. And some of his last words were, forgive them, Lord, for they know not what they do. So he's still praying for them even as he's dying on the cross. Which is so amazing. And, you know, I mean, so there's just that act of saying instead of, you know, paying evil for evil you're going to pray for them or bless them and say forgive them because you know a lot of times people don't know what they're doing and I think we live in a fallen world now we see this not even just with people that you know you might have a one-on-one -on -one relationship the world is very ugly to each other you with politics 
you get on social media and you know you see Christians fighting with Christians and because they don't have the same political views and you know God is telling us how we handle people that don't agree with us people that we look at as our enemies because they might be persecuting us saying that we're wrong you know we're not supposed to fight back with them we're supposed to bless them we're supposed to pray for them and it can be so hard that's back to what we were saying earlier we don't want to pretend like this is easy because literally my first reaction was no which is not right (laughs) i'm not saying i mean that just goes to show you that i have a long way to grow but um you know it's challenging so if it's challenging for you like it is for me use that scripture to your advantage um and there, there's a lot of stuff out there that can help with that too in terms of like finding the right scripture sometimes I just get into my Bible app and even if I'm just looking for forgiveness maybe it's for me praying for forgiveness or you know to be able to forgive that other person or what does that look for somebody to act justly um, to walk humbly stuff like that so I, you know use those resources to your advantage to try to find what's going to fit you and your situation best and always think about you know jesus is the center of everything he's the center of the gospel think about what jesus did on the cross when you think about how do i love my enemies if we love someone the way christ loves us we will be willing to forgive if we have experienced god's grace and mercy we want others to experience it as well and remember grace is undeserved favor By giving an enemy a drink, we're not excusing his deeds or behaviors. We're recognizing him, forgiving him, and loving him in spite of his or her sins, just as Christ did for us. That's cool. What's that from? Uh, This is just some of my notes that I (laughs) read off of. (laughs) Oh, that was... I I have notes. I'm a a note person. That was an Alley Plaster (laughs) original. Okay. Yes. We need to put that in the blog. I've been telling Allie we need to get a website and get working on some blogs which is like by the way writing is not my favorite thing but the older I get and the more I journal I'm like maybe I could write something I don't know I'm like I guess with God anything is possible if that's what he really wants us to do we'll find a way (laughs) I like to write things that are in my mind I just don't like the grammar aspect of it <laughs> so I'm like putting it on a website and then being like oh is that correct pronunciation but I got you, I have a teacher <laughs> is my is my co-pilot so I guess it works <laughs> I know especially after the Ali Plaster original I was like wow that was nice where's that from that's a sign I think we're okay I'm getting us way off track <laughs> Squirrel. Uh, squirrel. Uh, yeah, we're good at squirrel. Uh, so the, another scripture that I picked for today about, it just kind of forces me to think again about loving those that are hard to love is Romans 13, 8 through 10. Again, it's the NASB version. I love me some NASB. NASB. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, so verse 8 says, Oh, nothing to anyone except to love one another. For he who loves his neighbor has fulfilled the law. For this, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet. And if there is any, if there is any other commandment, it's summed up in saying, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. That's Mm -hmm. the most, right? Mm -hmm. That's everything, right? Um, Love 
does no wrong to a neighbor neighbor therefore love is the fulfillment of the law yes so i mean i know i feel like everybody knows okay we're not supposed to commit adultery okay we're not supposed to murder we're not supposed to steal we're not supposed to covet all those things but and, and all those things but when you put it all together under one umbrella right so love your neighbor as yourself love them the way that you know back to the golden rule right treat others the same way you want them to treat you love them as you want to be treated and could you imagine what kind of world we would be in if everybody i mean i feel like i'm talking to my children sometimes when i when i say this but if everybody treated everybody else the way they wanted to be treated can you imagine what an amazing place this world would be but as christians it is our duty. It's yeah. not, we are commanded to do it. It's not really an option. Well, in society, it has become okay to tear people down with words or to get back at them if we feel hurt. So, you know, Jesus teaches us to turn the other cheek and encourages us to pay back wrongs by praying for them. And, you know, vengeance is for the Lord. So revenge is unacceptable behavior for us. Um, no matter how indirect or passive aggressive you're being, you know, we have to rise above those things. And by, by God giving us these words, he's saying, you know, it's not this affection love. It's this agape love that Jesus has showed us by example that even when people persecute you, even when they, you can repay a wrong for good. Because good always overcomes evil. Yes, for sure. Good always overcomes evil. Um, I want to circle back for a second, uh, back to the uh, one of the original verses that you had read, Allie, which was Luke 6, 27 through 36. Uh, we didn't get to verses 34, 35, and 36, so I'm going to read those. Um, so verse 34, if you lend those, if you lend to those from whom you expect to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners in order to receive back the same amount. But love your enemies and do good and lend expecting nothing in return and your most and your reward will be great and you you will be sons of the most high for he himself is kind to ungrateful and evil men. Be merciful just as your father is merciful. Which is I mean I feel like all these verses just like hit the nail right yes. on the head, right? I mean, it just sums everything up. So it doesn't necessarily have to even be your enemy. Yeah. I mean, your enemy, to me, when I think of an enemy, I think of somebody that's just like outright got it against you, for you. You know, they want to come for you. Um, but sometimes the tough to love people are like people that we have to be around all the time. Maybe yes. it's somebody you work with. Maybe it's a family member. Maybe it's somebody who was a friend, who's no longer a friend. They're not necessarily your enemy, but, you know, if they need you, you've got to be there for them and expect nothing in return because there it is. That's what the Bible tells us we have to do. Well, and we want mercy. So if we want mercy, then we have to give it to others because we know that we sin. You know, the Bible says nobody is good but God, and we would love to think that we're good. And we might do good things, but God is the one who is good compared to... So we have to kind of get away from ourselves and go, if I want God to forgive me when I make mistakes, even though I know I try to be you know, as good as I can, we have to give that to other people as well. Mm -hmm. If we expect that of God to do that for us, 
because we want to be like, God, I'm sorry. We have to do that for others too. We have yep. to put, you know, our shoes on their feet, kind of, so to speak. So, and, um, you know, the fallen world certainly reinforces that if somebody doesn't like us, we don't have to like them either. Oh yeah, that is, that is, that's just, a, that's just a given in modern times, mm-hmm. like, right? If mm-hmm. somebody does you wrong, then you have every right to, to retaliate or be mean. Mm-hmm. And, and, are, and a lot of times, the people that you're around, they'll encourage you to be mean yes. and nasty. And you have to really evaluate that because that is not the life that the Lord wants us to live. When we have the Holy Spirit, it's and sometimes it's not even us. It's just the act of repeatedly doing it, saying, I'm not going to bring my emotions into this because... The Holy Spirit will produce a fruit in us that is forgiving. Mm-hmm. And that's just one of those things where we would love to think, oh, yeah, I can, you know, love my enemies. But the Holy Spirit allows us to love our enemies. When we read the word, it becomes real. When we when we really think what, you know, Jesus did on the cross, you know, all the things that happened to him. And, and like I said, even on the cross when he was dying in so much pain, he said, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Yeah. Well, I, this is another time when I think it's also really important to um, know who you're surrounded by. You know, okay. the people that you surround yourself with, they are going to influence you in a way that's in line with their morals. Mm-hmm. So it's really important to have people in your life that are believers, mm-hmm. that are Christians, that understand that we are held to a different standard than everybody else. Mm-hmm. and people that do not believe in God or, or or are Christian they they a lot of times will go with the ways of the world but when you're stuck and you're like man I really do not want to be around this person and you've got all the you've got all these feelings and this frustration seek out your Christian friends because they can help guide you in, in a way that maybe other people can't yeah and and seek out your your Bible because that's going to give you the best the best advice as to how you like when you had said earlier that you take scripture and pray for people that is blessing them and in the spiritual realm more ways than than one because you have to think about what you're doing as well I I've talked about social media um you know when people sit there and they bash are you also bashing because you can't go like oh that's so wrong but then you're repaying a wrong for another wrong by not loving them by wanting to fight back and having useless conversations that don't get anywhere and I'm sure we can all agree that you know the way the world works is it working because it doesn't seem like it's working it seems like we're very divided um, we get nasty and we look on social and all of us are like ugh, you know this is just gross to look at all the time but are we contributing to that? So if you don't want to see that, then if we apply these principles, um, you know, it will empower us to bless our enemies and it might just turn them into friends. Yeah, you never know. Mm-hmm. The Lord can do amazing things with people that you just don't think that <laughs> you're friends with. Right, right. <laughs> so I, I think that's where we need to get to a point so that you know, if we apply it, like you said, if we applied these principles that Jesus had, where would our world be right now? Well, I can't help, but I mean, I feel like I would 
not be doing our listeners justice if I didn't share with why I was just having that little giggle with what the Lord can do with friendships. But one thing you don't know about Allie and I, while we are cousins, there was a time that we didn't talk for like a year and a half-ish. And it was a really tough time. We were very, very close before. And, um, you know, still to this day, actually, I don't know that we know exactly what went wrong, but I will tell you what brought us together. And it was our our love for the Lord. We Mm -hmm. each were seeking on our own. And the deeper and deeper we got into our relationship with the Lord, he always had this plan for us. We would never would have known this was coming ever. But the reason that I, I giggle is because if somebody, I never considered Allie my enemy, no. but our relationship was hurt. But we had that, a falling out. Yeah, we had a falling out. And you know what? And the we Lord didn't brought talk. us to, yeah. yeah. And the Lord brought us together because if we're praying and we are walking in his will, he will prevail. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that because sometimes we think like, oh, that's, you know, and loving your enemies. But like you said, family members can have falling outs where you don't talk for months or years. And that's also not what, you know, God wants for us. No. We are supposed to be loving. And I think part of that comes from when you have a revelation of Jesus and how loving he truly is and how he's forgiven you. And you can look back on all your sins that you have done, that you know you will do, and he still loves you. How can you not do that for other people? Absolutely. You know, then I'm a hypocrite because I want God to do that for me, but I don't want to do that for other people. And it feels unnatural at first, but once you start doing it more and more, it just, it's the Holy Spirit taking over. Always going back to a place of grace, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Always having to, and yeah, you just have to remind yourself. That's why it's another reason it's so important to be sitting down and spending time with God each day, because when we spend time with him, we're focused on what he wants for us and what his word says and all those things. And it it makes it easier for us to live with more grace versus I feel like when I'm not in the word every day and I'm not spending time with God, I feel more disconnected. It's easier to make poor choices. It's easier to not have grace. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I like when you said if you are in the Luke scripture, if you lend to those whom you expect to receive, what credit is that to you? That's just like, when you get a credit card so a lot of people like to boast like oh well I gave them a loan and you know and so that's so nice of me because I did that but it's like a credit card company will do that for you that has no ties to you you know we're supposed to be it says in there give your enemy a drink give them the shirt off of your back and so those are ways that we can also bless them if you see a need Um, I think this kind of love means taking action, saying, I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to bless you. Um, Maybe you see that they're hurting. Maybe they don't know the Lord. And and so you can take that into your mind and go, they kind of don't know any better. So I'm just going to pray that they have a revelation of Jesus's love, what it's all about. So then they can come full circle and it just mends the world. You know, if we're if we all have that mindset to go now that I've had this revelation of Jesus, I can repay the good that he's done for me by showing that kind of love to other people. When I didn't deserve it, I got it. So I'm going to do that for somebody else. I think that's it. I think that you just wrapped it up perfectly, (laughs) Allie. I think that um, even though prepping for this was a little bit more challenging for us than it normally is, I do feel like 
somebody out there needs to hear this, including myself as I'm talking about it. Sometimes it's really good to kind of just work through it as we have discussions about it. But I really do feel like um, the Lord has big plans in terms of changing the way that people treat others in this world. And, and right now, this is a time to lend a, hel- a helping hand to everybody all around us. Yeah. And with people going going out and having different views, I think if we put on love, that's going to get a lot farther than saying, you're right, I'm wrong, you know, all those things. I think right now it is definitely a message of love your enemies you know pray for people because the world is hurting and the world is yes. divided and it, this is what we need so this is why it's in the bible and you are right god does have big plans every knee will bow one day yeah so and he's coming to create a you know new earth that is loving and peace and there is no hurt so this is the plan Okay, I like it. I like Amen. it. Every knee will bow. Yeah. I, that reminds me of a song. Oh, no singing today. We'll pass on that. But <laughs> we didn't. We didn't warm up our vocals for singing. No, no. Maybe we'll someday. That. We do like singing. We do. <laughs> well, the karaoke Jesus sisters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we are so glad that you were able to join us for today's episode, and we hope that you know you will be able to love your enemies, and maybe this will. Um, you know, bring some people that have been far from you closer. Maybe you can lend the olive branch or just say a prayer and see where it takes you. So Yes, and as always, if you have any prayer requests, um, we're on Facebook under Jesus Sisters. We are working on that website, by the way, so you can send prayer requests there as well. Uh, but we're, we're just so blessed that you joined us today, and we hope that you take this out to the world and love everybody around you. Yes, and happy Memorial Weekend. And we thank all of our service members. Yes. Best and present. And uh, be safe. All right. Amen. Amen. Love you, Jesus sister. (laughs) Love you too, Jesus sister. (laughs)